0: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast, and we are still talking about the Crosstown Classic, our Crosstown Classic coverage presented by our friends at Hooters, and vibes are at an all-time high. That was the CHGO Cubs takeover, first one ever, and you'll never forget it if you were there.
1: My favorite part of the CACO takeover at Wrigley Field was the friends we made along the way that led (laughs) to us all hugging at the very end. Because I hugged the guy that stood next to me when Morrell hit the homer. I don't remember his name, man. But we hugged it out.
0: You hugged it out. Cody embraced him and leg-locked him (laughs) like one of the girls on The uh, (laughs) Bachelorette, how they all jump up and it's a leg lock. That's what's going on. And then Cody looked at him and was like, I don't know your name, man.
1: It was. Yeah, I mean, we were. I was high fiving the guy in front of me who I was actually watching all night. He he was Snapchatting his buddy, and they were just like venting to each other, like about how much they hate this team because the Cubs played such a bad game. And then next thing you know, like he's just freaking losing his mind. So I, so I like high fived him. I'm, I'm high fiving everyone else around us. Like it was an unreal moment.
0: I was standing I was next to Herb Lawrence from our CHO White Sox and one of our diehard White Sox fans, so that was enjoyable. We'll get to that whole thing in a second. Oh, Herb, poor Horb. Man, I, I actually felt bad for him at the end of the night. He was a good sport. We're showing the picture on the live YouTube feed. <laughs> this is this is seconds after Herb said, oh, I said, here comes Madrigal. This is the Madrigal revenge game, Herb. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Pfft. Madrigal revenge game. This is a guaranteed ground out to second base. I said, or it's going to be the worst moment of your life. <laughs> the point when Nick <laughs> Madrigal is about to hit twice as many home runs as Tim Anderson this season. And seconds later, uh, it happened. <laughs> there, it went, there it went. And Herb just couldn't take it. So we took that photo afterwards. We had so much fun at the takeover last night that because we didn't have a live postgame show because we're out partying at Wrigley Field. The beer bat chug is coming today. Yeah, sure. It's the middle of the day. Sure, sure. it's a work day. Sure, we're at the office. Big of that never stops so. Cody from from a <laughs> yeah. an epic beer bat chug. And man, might, of integrity here. It might be a double one. It might be a double beer bat chug. So it was that. It was that spectacular. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. We're, we're gonna
0: we... rank this game as was. Where does it rank in in Cubs history? Where does it rank in games this season? Where does it rank in Cubs socks? Uh, We'll talk about the negative, we'll talk about the Stroman injury, and we're going to talk about just how spectacular that whole night was. But first, Cody, time for your dedication and your beer bat. Feel free to chat. Thanks to everybody who's joining us, by the way. Uh, Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter. We're close to what, Steven, 36,000? That's YouTube. You, oh, YouTube, YouTube subscribers. subscribers. YouTube subscribe subscribers. YouTube. We're just a couple hundred subscribers away from 36K Let's right do now. do it. 36K. 36. Maybe we could get to it then by the end of the show. Hit the like button and subscribe to the CHGO uh, sports page so you don't miss anything. It's the best way to take part in the entire show. Uh, pretty. I mean, we're 120 because it's Cubs time, but man. We got a pretty good chat firing up already.
1: Yeah. This team, uh, I don't. I can't say enough about this team man like i what about Morrell? by the way <laughs> by the way I, i'm speechless still
0: the, while you're pouring the beer the uh dope merch alert is out there if you mm-hmm. want vibes today after a win like last night go to the chgo locker right now or, you know oh yeah you can get the summer mike talkman at obvious shirts like you i can. did last night our got, i wore mine shirt. yesterday at the you park. can get that one that's the lucky shirt i wore to the ballpark we've got three issue, but sweet emotion With the Morrell stripes on the cheek of the Cub. Only two times in my life can I remember somebody stripping on the field or on a playing field or on a surface. One was Cuba Gooding Jr. after he did shoot the puck with me and he made it and he took off his shirt and he whipped it around the ice at the United Center. And then Christopher Morrell last night. Yeah, it's getting hilarious. down to it, nitty gritty. It's hilarious he did it because remember when Bodie hit that walk off and yes. they, like,
2: ripped it off. Him? Yes, Morel did it himself. Morel did it, and, and Morel went he rounding down to third base. Morel went
0: bare chest. He, was, he went Magic Mike. Yeah, he on the I feel like he though, if he would, would have there. done something he like his that. Pulled his own jersey I, off and yeah. then ripped. Well, I his thought shirt. Cody was going to do I it. I thought He's not even wearing pants. We can't have him taking shirt off. I'm saying if
1: I would have been in his situation, if I would have been in his situation, I would have. I feel like I would have ripped the jersey off rounding third too. No pants was enough. We didn't need you taking your shirt off. Jim Barista said not.
2: Not like Cody to be speechless. I can't. Agree I am more. speechless. I oh, cannot agree more. I that, legit that, that couldn't.
0: That I could surprised. not go to sleep last night. How do we want to do the beer bed? Are you going to do your dedication?
1: Yeah.
0: MR intern would like to join for a double.
1: Yeah. MR intern's going to. We don't do have it. two beds. We're bats, live on TikTok right now. With, yeah. You should follow us on TikTok. Just shock too, us. So, on so on TikTok. you
0: guys want to both. Emma, why don't you go over and to Emma's the microphone? Well, we'll call this a double dedication. After she come
1: over after I do it and then. All right. You do
0: yours and then Emma can do hers separately. It's It's the double chug.
1: Are you ready? This all is much better I'm on YouTube it? than it is it's, on the podcast. It's, it's 1.30 on a Thursday, but vibes never, it the vibes never stop. All right, here we go. De- uh, this one's definitely for Christopher Morrell. I mean, obviously. I don't Mr. need Rube. to say it.
0: What about Nick Madrigal?
1: I mean, the Nick Madrigal. Oh, well, Michael Fulmer. And, and, you know, I was trying Miley. to give her some options, man. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, save some. <laughs> save some for Murrell. Emma. give giving Christopher Morrell. All right, here we go.
0: Boom, there he goes. And he's <laughs> off. <laughs> Cody Del Mendo, this is the beer bat chug of his life. He's trying to get it in under 10 seconds. He's at 5 seconds, 6 seconds, oh, 7 seconds, it 8 seconds, dripping, 9 seconds. Cody down the final stretch. He's done. 11-3-5. Five. Five.
2: I got 11-3-9 on mine. Fernando
0: was calling Ugh. for a 10-8. He almost did it under 10. Oh but God. keep in mind, Cody is only on about 4 hours of sleep <laughs> because he was out late night last night. And I, he walked in. I said, welcome to my life.
1: How many yeah. beer bats did you do yesterday, Cody? I, I didn't have one. Oh, oh I didn't come have on. one. I just need to get another one. You didn't just buy easier. one at Wrigley. No, I did she not buy one at Wrigley. Colada would is be it, happy. That is Emma's turn
0: now? Matthew yeah. Gregory vibe with us. That was spectacular. Sean yeah. Caselli says this one's for Kevin Tapping. Sure, why not? Escanaba, Michigan.
1: You. I need
0: you're am- going to give him your beer bat. No, nope. oh, you're going to do she- the beer bat.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm doing her yeah. a favor because you know first Emma time. and don't
0: worry about Cody's lip fungus. It's non transferable.
1: You know Don't worry about it. I'm gonna let that worry about. I need right? yeah. I mean, the doc, I'll let that The
0: doctor slide. said that you're lucky he's in a good mood.
1: I need gonna, the doctor that said
0: the, the penicillin's taking care of everything. Don't worry about. it. <laughs> can we get some more likes, dude? We got 33. <laughs> we got over 100 watches. <laughs> <laughs> 33 likes. He just back, chugged uh, a beer in 11 seconds. I need.
2: I need Emma to beat Cody's time for the bit. Yes, that would and be me great. Making fun of Cody at every chance I can.
0: I will say that the. First of that's all, a, in game, pour, in game one of the, the Crosstown series, the Sox guys mocked Cody by, do by doing camera. their own beer bat chug. Beers, so, and Beers they did well. two of them. So this so is this is two yeah. our yeah. way. Oh yeah! All right, here oh, you go. Nice. Let's see. As soon as it touches the lid, hey, you got to be ball, watching ball, ball, on YouTube me, for this. This is okay. incredible. Here we go. This is Emma the intern with her dedication. There's nothing but respect for doing I'm ready. What's the dedication? no, wait. The dedication first. You got to dedicate. Um, Give her the mic, Ryan. Nick Magical,
1: obviously, because hell is frozen over because he's hit two home (laughs) runs. There's more homers than Tim Anderson. Twice Twice as many, some people say. Okay,
0: let's
1: go. Here we go.
0: Emma the intern with the beer bat chug. She's at two seconds. She's going to take a quick break. She's uh, in the no, obvious shirts. A Friday one twenty. Oh, a little bit too oh, much. She's oh, struggling with. Out,
1: struggling, I'm struggling.
0: <laughs> Emma said she can really chug beers, but it's different when you're doing it out of bat. Which exactly. her Lawrence once told us there's oh, a lot there of foam. Yep, wow, totally there impressed. she goes. There go. go. wow. she goes. There wow. she goes. There she goes.
1: Nice. Well done, Emma, well the done. intern. Wow. About,
2: about little twenty, twenty one is. That was that 20. was
0: a minute thirty seconds faster than Cody's first attempt at the beer bat chug.
2: 20 yeah, seconds. That's about, about 10 minutes faster than
0: Sean's. Yeah, I was going to say, Emma, time. you did not It's very Cody big of me I to her, allow everyone to remember
1: what there happened the very
0: first time. Credit to Cody. He let her do it. <laughs> Credit to Cody. Now, Cody's next beer bat chug should be dedicated partly to Emma for doing it in 20 yeah, seconds.
1: Okay. It Considering it took me like a minute and a half. Did, the you, very s- first did, you, <laughs> did you
0: scooter ride here today? No, I drove. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're done. You're going to hang out here for a few hours.
1: Yeah, I'll hang out. Yeah. There we oh, go, man. All nothing right, says, it a
0: du- nothing says vibe like us, like a double beer bat chug. Oh, yeah, brother. Less than 24 Let's hours go. after With an, an eyes epic cross win at Wrigley Field. Absolutely. It was spectacular. Christian
1: A. Emma is vibing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Emma is, yeah. <laughs> Fernando, Emma mm-hmm. finished up strong. I saw. Thanks, Goose Island. <laughs>
2: yeah. thank yeah, Matthew you, Goose Gregory, Island. get
0: it out. Listen, here's what we really want out of the beer bat chug. Everybody that's in the chat, if you're working from home today or you're you know, getting ready for school, whatever it might be, have <laughs> someone videotape your beer bat chug and time it and tweet it to us so we can – we'll show it. We'll put it right on the show. Mm-hmm. If you can beer bat chug it right now and time it and before the live show is over on YouTube, we will take that video off Twitter and we will put it on the live
1: YouTube feed. At the oh, very yeah. least, we'll retweet you if it comes after the show. Oh, wow. So <laughs> Big of us. Here's the deal.
0: We all know the setup was there for – one of the most devastating crosstown series <laughs> of all time. I, yeah, to split the stupid trophy was going to go back to the Sox. Who cares? But <laughs> you're in the middle of a pennant race. The other team is like 25 games under 500. They're they're punching each other in the clubhouse. The other guys that aren't punching each other are sleeping on couches before the game. They're they're bickering back and forth. The fans have given up. They're, everybody's mad at the owner, and you were going to lose back-to-back games on your home field. It was going to you—you were shut out for seven innings yeah. by Mike Clevenger. Yeah, a scumbag. Three hits, two walks, no <laughs> runs. But then seven Tucker Barnhart was pulled for pinch hitter Nick Madrigal. No, that's not what started it off. What started it for you, Michael Fulmer? Fulmer, all right. Michael have, Fulmer, absolutely. The we'll get to Fulmer goes. in the next segment. Offensively, what got there them going after seven shutout innings. Nikki two strikes? Uh-uh. Nikki barrels. He's Nikki tater trot now. Nikki tater trot. He likes to go around the bases for free. <laughs> Second time this season. Steven, <laughs> Luke, do you did you ever think you'd see it? I, I First off, I never thought I'd see a home run in general, let alone two in one season. I want to know, did you yell thanks, Sox, after he hit the home run? Well, it's one of the first things I said. I did tweet out. Can anybody at home tell me, did Boog Shambi actually yell on the broadcast? Thanks, Sucks! After did the Madrigal no homer. Idea. He did not, but I was hoping he would have. <laughs> would have Because been, that would have been the ultimate troll. It would have been an ultimate So instead, troll. I just tweeted it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bigger you. I, lo- sure. I actually <laughs> love Jason Benetti. He's great. But that was a total troll when he did it at the time Absolutely. with Eloy Jimenez. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. this home run was way funnier than that. Mm-hmm. Way funnier. Ex- what was the expected batting average on the home run? Uh, 0. .090. <laughs> however, however, to give him credit,
2: it's a home run in 13 ballparks.
0: 13 right. homers.
2: right. Thirteen ballparks. Well, ball yeah,
0: parts. because there was like a twenty mile an hour wind blowing out the second he hit it. It was there was a strong wind out to left. Hey, man. I kept saying to Herb, Whatever. Herb, he's still going back. Herb, the outfielders still going. back. Herb, they're still going back.
1: <laughs> you telling? You're telling me that with the wind blowing out, that the Cubs couldn't score for seven innings, and the White Sox can only score three. Herb's now, not happy. Herb after not happy the home,
0: after the home run is hit, and all this, you know, it's still a buzz, but it's three to one at that point. Then you get the play in the top of the ninth. Mm-hmm. Hap throws out um, Andres, Elvis, Elvis, Andrew, Andrew, Elvis at Andrews at second base, yeah. and there's a vibe. And I looked at Corey Friedman, who was our buddy Corey sitting, and teammate, sitting in front of me, and I said, Corey, that's what the whole game should have been. That's the type of vibe this whole game should have been. The Sox doing stupid things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That cost them a win. Well,
2: you think about earlier in the game, like it was Hap who had that error that eventually led to one of the runs that scored. It was an unearned run on, on Assad. He had that error. He, he booted that ball on left field. Yeah. Um. So to, for him to come back and, and watching that play from, you know, you guys were at the, at the ballpark too, so you could actually see the whole play in front of you. Like Elvis Andrews, I don't know why he went. He, like Hap had the ball as soon as he was already running He, he got first. soaked up it in was, the emotion of the game, I think. It I really was, do. It was a bad read on Andrew's part. It was like I don't like Hap. If my if my memory serves me right, I don't think Hap even came up like throwing like firing the ball to second. I think he got up and like kind of looked up and yeah. saw that Andrews was going and, and as he fired into second. Like it wasn't like a this guy's going to second base. I need to get the ball out as fast as possible. I don't think he expected Andrews to go to second. In my opinion, I yeah, wouldn't have yeah, power yeah. him, um, but obviously he did, and Hap made up for. Made up for an error, an actual error in the outfield earlier in the game. He had that one um, on a on a fly ball. It was oh, yeah. deep. It was a tough play. I don't, you know, it wasn't an error obviously, and it would have been a tough play to make anyway. But you know, people would will still not give him credit for that one. Um, but either way, he made up for it by getting Andrews out, getting Smiley a clean ninth inning, uh, score wise, and. Yeah, just just keeping a guy off second base, out of scoring position, getting the Cubs to the bottom of the ninth, where mm-hmm. they were able to make some magic happen.
0: Man, I love the chat, just all jumping on the We love Nick Madrigal. I used to hate him, but I'll defend him to the end of the world now. It was he it was very over. it was
1: it was nice to be able to watch a former White Sox player beat the White Sox, considering the amount of times we've seen Eloy have good games against us. See Dylan Cease have pitched some decent games against us. Like the, the whole troll job that Jason Benetti did that, that like literally has been something people have been shitting on us for the last what, three, four years. Like it was nice to see someone that the Sox gave us yeah. do something against him. I, I still feel the same about him as I did before he hit the Homer, but Hey, pinch hit appearance. I think he was down 0-2 in the, in the at bat, or at least he was down two strikes for sure. And all it was, was a solo shot. It was still three to one when he hit it. Like it wasn't at that point. I was just, when he hit it, I was just like, was I 02. can't, I can't believe when it happened. I couldn't believe that he actually did it. I, I couldn't believe with my eyes that he hit the Homer. I was yelling. That's what at I the was more time. like, yeah. I was mind blown. It was, it was almost like the same feeling when Morel hit the Homer. I couldn't believe what I just watched that entire game last night was just like, am I dreaming? Like, is this real? Is, is all of this a simulation? Like, what is this? Well, it's funny because that works for both
2: sides. Like, you're probably saying that as Mike Clevenger is shutting down the entire lineup for seven You're true. probably still yes. saying,
0: am yeah. I dreaming? Is this actually happening? <laughs>
2: yeah. And then it flips to the other side, but that still works.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, the Luis Robert home run in game one, shushing the fan, flipping him off. Like, mm. that was their World Series. And then I, I saw, you know... We're making comments on Twitter last night, and Sox fans are all over me, and they're like, oh, this is your world series. I'm like, well, no, actually, that was 2016, <laughs> much more recent than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chat is on fire. We've got almost 160 people There's in there a on a Thursday afternoon and a super chat. I didn't catch the name. Max saying uh, thank you for this community, something like that. Thank I, I you for this can show. You st- it's a good, yeah, can you get that on the screen, Jake? Uh, I, I can also find it. There it yeah, is. It is. It is. Thank you for this show. It's a great community, Max Steffen. Thank $2, you, Max. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for the vibes. Make sure appreciate everybody you, hits Max. the like button so we get well over 100 today. We'd appreciate it. Jake has stepped Thursday in for afternoon. Steven
1: now. So Well, yeah. You know.
0: Steven, I don't know if you guys know, but our producer who started the show, Steven, is a diehard White Sox fan. He usually <laughs> produces the Sox show. He couldn't take yeah. it anymore. He <laughs> couldn't, couldn't handle it. the heat, so he got up and left, and Jake yeah. has come in, our boss, and and he's taken over. Steven needed, give needed Stephen a moment to breathe. just needed a moment to breathe. Yeah. Credit to Jake. Credit to Credit Jake for, Jake giving for taking a over moment. Steven, who just <laughs> couldn't handle the, the couldn't facts take the he heat he couldn't anymore. couldn't take the heat.
3: Go, Cubs, go. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, that was <laughs> something.
0: So, so Madrigal hits the home run, and we're giddy, even if they're going to lose the game, to be honest with you. I'm still giddy because I – Called the home run, but then, <laughs> in on the summer of Mike Talkman, I bought the Talkman shirt at Avi Shirts last night, our collab shirt. Mm. On the summer of Mike Talkman, Christopher Morrell said, "Hold my blanking beer," mm. and he walks up to the hold plate. Hold my three one two. Yeah, hold my three one two. We got two of them over there that have been <laughs> cashed out already, and. He comes up to the plate. Now remember, Madrigal hit that with two strikes.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ryan confirmed it was yeah, two was strikes, down. 0-2. All, all three sweepers.
2: Yeah, he was down two. Two
0: strikes. And then Morrell comes up and you could tell Morrell was in hobby mode. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're the same guy. He was gonna swing until if, if he looked like Bugs Bunny in the old cartoons, he was gonna spin himself into the dirt trying to hit mm-hmm. a home run. He had struck out against Santos the day before. Mm-hmm. Badly. Looked terrible. A leading off the ninth yeah. Right. And so he comes up and the swings out of his cleats the first two times, and I look at Herb, and I said, Herb, you know, that Madrigal homer was two strikes. Look out, here it comes the walk-off. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey Friedman had asked me before, the, I said, Corey, we're going to have a walk-off here this inning. Corey goes, who? And I go, Morrell. So when it happened, Corey literally lost his mind. And <laughs> it's, I can't remember, I think it's a Kiva. I'm sorry, Kiva. I hope you're watching today. He's a new viewer who just became a diehard. He,
1: I, we met him at the bar at the takeover. I sat next to him for a couple innings last night. And he said that he just recently became a diehard, too. Yes. Right? Like, within the last, like, week or two. Mm-hmm. And I, the, the night is so foggy, I can't. Yeah. I,
0: I think it's a Kiva. He's got to get in the chat. He was telling us he wasn't sure how to get in the chat. When he gets into the chat... I want him to remind us of everything because he's like you. He's really bad with technology, he's, and, and I said, said, "Don't worry about <laughs> it. Technology is the devil, but it's <laughs> it's wonderful at the same time." You know what's
2: hilarious about that Morel home run? Statcast didn't even record it. There is no yeah. there is yeah. no recording of the exit velocity. The it distance. probably was by Na- NASA.
0: Probably has the actual recording. <laughs> in that but one. it was
2: like you asked. Uh, like we talked to Magical after the game, and he said like that. From his point of view, Morrell hit that ball up. like he he said he didn't think it was high enough to go out. Mm-hmm. And from his point of view, like it wasn't as it wasn't high enough to go out from his initial thought. But that Morrell hit the ball probably as hard as anyone can hit a baseball to get that. Yes, That's, that that is Nick Madrell's point of view. Statcast probably agrees because it couldn't even track it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it was insane, and it's funny you think back to that one um, his walk off sack fly last summer. Um, and there was that, that clip of, of, of him looking back and Wilson, like kind of telling him to breathe mm. and, and settle down in the moment. Yes. Um, and we talked to morale also, obviously after the game and he, 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 he referred to Wilson. He said like Wilson kind of taught me in those kind of moments to just like stay in the eye of the hurricane, like think about yourself and only what you're doing, focus on yourself and focus on the moment. Like just different ways to kind of relax in that moment because for a what, 24 year old, maybe he's 24. Yeah, 24, 24. year old, um, slugger down 02 in account, like with the game on the line. And, and a what felt like at the time, like they can't lose this game. Like, no, in that moment, it's very easy for a young guy to get fluttered, like flustered, or but or no, a little player nervous, on the, whatever. no
0: player on the team is more about vibes than Christopher. Yeah, Morel. so maybe so, Al's a lie, but so he's a player, it's
2: Morrell. Uh, he talked about like kind of just thinking back to what Wilson told him. Relaxing himself in that moment, and then obviously you see what came from it. Like that was, like he relaxed himself in the moment, and then and let the energy, um, he released the energy as he started
1: rounding first base. Uh, Doug Van Dorn in, the chat, in yeah. the chat, he says, "I laughed my butt off watching the Bears pod last night and seeing Brags totally lose it when Morrell hit the wall." Yeah, off. because
0: it was right as Adam Hogue, Sox fan, was rubbing it in that the Sox were about to sweep the Cubs at Wrigley yeah. Field, and that was their World Series. And there's
1: a slight pause
0: and Bragg starts screaming. When we and put the Cubs video, when
1: we put, like when I say that I only got four hours of sleep, sure. Yes. I went to the bar after the game. I had a couple beers, whatever, hung out with Corey and my friend Kim who came, but I also went home and I couldn't sleep because all I did was watch the highlights over and over. And then watching CHGO video or videos that CHGO was putting out. And that includes the moment from when Bragg's like saw that, morale hit the homer and then he just like yeah he went full meatball like take that adam <laughs> that was it was one of the funniest videos funny. i've seen because yeah. he was really laying into him about
0: yeah. it just a little bit early he's and not that's what a- those game's guys not do over. Game's not over.
1: and also okay. like it was it was actually also kind of awkward because like carm he's like he's a cubs fan but like no he's he... not no well, he's not. He
0: he's converted don't you dare <laughs> let carm come back to the cubs because okay. he converted to Sox and he was the guy mocking us at the beginning of the season he was. when the Cubs had just one win over five. Will the Cubs ever get back to 500 this season? I said, wait a minute. He did. Say I thought you used I to remember. be a Cubs fan. He's like, I switched. I'm a I... Sox fan. He is not allowed back on the big <laughs> blue fair. train. I Mark did not Harmon, know that. you
1: go down with that rotten team of a dumpster fire on the south side. I, I was not around for that moment. The only reason I said it was because he did give me credit for saying that what I said at the beginning of the year would be correct. and on th- at this moment, it could be still correct. I haven't officially been proven wrong. So he because uh, he, he's been trying to shove down my throat all summer that they need they should have sold at, at the deadline. And so like what I was getting at in that video, Braggs is all excited, Nick and Adam are just like, ah, oh, fuck. But Karm is just like sitting there, like awkward, like he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know if he should be happy and he's or pushing, pushing brown. You know because yeah. he's,
0: he's a flipper. That's yeah. why he's a flipper. He just not know dec- what to do. He couldn't decide which side of the bass he wanted to be on. He, yeah. You know, he was like, should I be on the right side of the pier or the left side of the pier? Yeah, I mean, one, that's uh, why.
3: One insider scoop here: after I know the person who booked that Airbnb, it was me, and um, I wasn't cool. concerned at all. But they they had no- noise monitors in that Airbnb, uh-huh. and oh. so like I'm like, oh, it's Bears preseason joint practice with the Colts. Oh, this boy. isn't going to be a problem at all. But of course, the Cubs <laughs> are probably going to be the the people. You know, the Cubs <laughs> last night are going to get us some extra charges in the Airbnb for uh, Too much noise. the noise complaint. Uh. So I thought that was I thought that was pretty crazy because it literally scared law. Like law was like, I, I thought something really bad had happened, but it was the opposite.
0: <laughs> well, let me tell you, I will say this: the first seven innings were slow, but there was still a great vibe at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. Like the crosstown still gives you that. I mean, they had forty thousand both games. Forty thousand. The fans still love it, even if, even if the Sox or Cubs or both are terrible. The fans still get into being able to ride their buddies or random strangers wearing the other shirt, the other hat. So it's always a great time. That's why the Crosstown is special. And people in other cities other than New York don't get it. They just don't get it because you don't have two teams. Yeah, some don't even have one team And that's LA. Popular. I guess too. some don't have one team that's popular. We have two teams where you have rabid fan bases. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Sox fan base is not as big as the Cubs fan base, but it's outrageous. And I've been at I've been at Wrigley Field for some really special moments. Okay, last night I will I was there as a fan when they were down to the Rockies, and I remember, what did they come back? 12 runs, DeRosa hit like a grand Oh, it slam. was like 9-1 at one point. Yes, okay. A fa- I was a fan for that game with some friends and saw that. When they clinched the NLCS, I was like upper deck because I had to do postgame as soon as the game was over. So I went for the final out up behind before the total renovation, right behind home plate, very top, looking around where the the press box is, and I peeked out, watched it, soaked it in, then went back and I looked down on the square of like the Cubby Bear and Clark and Addison. So that was cool. I have now, and then games that I was fortunate enough to have a job where I was in the dugout or sitting next to the dugout, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I've seen greatness at Wrigley Field and excitement in many different locations. When you're down, by the dugout, there's a different feel because the noise is being pointed at you, right? So the players are feeling this like sound going through their chest. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of when uh, I used to go as a, a fan as a kid at the old stadium and when they'd introduced Michael Jordan, you would feel the innards of your body. You would feel your lungs literally rattling as the sound waves were moving through your body. Mm-hmm. Last night, the old landmark was rocking when he, when he hit that home run, the old landmark was rocking. And I thought to myself, we're two rows from the top of this stadium. Our CHGO takeover tickets were not front row. We weren't even in the second (laughs) segment, right? (laughs) We were two rows from the top of the stadium and it did not hinder the excitement or the enjoyment of the game. In fact, I looked around afterwards and I thought, we're with the real fans. We're hanging out with people that signed up to be diehards because they are diehards. Mm. It's everything that we're about. We weren't, right. we weren't you weren't jumping up and down in a suite with a bunch of fans that really didn't care and paid five grand to have the suite with their friends and they're drinking martinis. You were there with the real fans at the top of the stadium, eating their hot dogs, slugging their beers and having a good time and whether it was cups i didn't see any arguing socks cubs the Sox guys next to me herb couldn't have been more gracious about the loss every Sox fan couldn't have been more gracious about it. to be honest they just were quiet but i thought it kind of summarized everything that we're trying to create right yeah Yeah. fun for everybody
2: yeah yeah no it it definitely is like a when we talk about community and all that stuff that's that's one of those games that helps build it right Big time, yeah. like when, especially if you're in the ballpark, as you guys were. I mean, I was in the press box. My you know, role. Did that, the press and, box
0: rattle? Cause oh yeah. Sometimes the press box will rattle. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So there I, you go. Like I mean, it was. It was up there with great Cubs. It was. Games it was insane because I never forget it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we will get to like the Strowman stuff. Like that's. Yeah. I had pretty much had that written yesterday. Yeah. Then this happened, and I had to completely start from scratch. Change the whole day. I was huh. uh, like, I'm not gonna lie. I was happy we didn't have a show yesterday huh. because I would have. I would have been there later than I needed to be, mm. um, to, to do, do the post game show and to just completely start all my work from scratch. Man, yeah. Sean,
0: I wish I wish the Godfather of the CHO Cubs podcast, Michael Collada, could have been there. He's got a sore heel. He didn't think he'd get it all the way to the top. I think Cody and Colada probably would have wept together in each other's arms. Me and Colada would have hugged it out because oh, there would have been a serious it, hug. And at brace, the very least,
1: I would have hugged him. You know, what there, I mean? would <laughs> there would have been weeping. There would have been To, I guess go off what you guys were saying based off like what we're trying to do here and yeah, everything. Like, like my this is this is it's a little personal. Everyone knows like. I didn't grow up in Chicago. I didn't grow right. up in the suburbs. I don't think anyone at this company outside of me is from downstate. Like, uh, and, and Jake, Jake, me and Jake. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking of the. I was thinking. I was thinking. What you're the saying is Jake con- doesn't count. That's okay. Yeah, no. I, I was guess. thinking of the content team. Sorry, Jake. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the, the point is is the point is is like I didn't come to Wrigley Field for the first time until I was 20 years old. Right. All right. And then when they were good in 15, 16, 17, those years. I went to maybe one or two games each of those seasons. So what I watched with my eyes last night was the greatest ending that I have ever seen at Wrigley Field. I won't say that it's the best game I've ever been to because that game sucked outside of the ending, but I don't think I've ever felt like I did last night. Afterwards. Afterwards. Yeah. Like, like ever. And, like, I, I always think back, like, when I was younger like that, like, man, what it would have been like to be at Wrigley when Aramis Ramirez hit that walk-off against the Brewers it was back amazing. in like 07 or... Um, even like even on even games that they lost, like when Kosuke Fukudomi had the opening day like that six RBI home yes. run, like the ninth inning home, like even though they lost that game, like I wish I would have been here or been at the ballpark for that. Like Tony Campana inside the park. Tony Campan is inside the park. Should <laughs> <inside> <laughs> like, have been there. That or like you know like, even like when they were winning, like in fifteen when Bryant hit the 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 home run to beat the Rockies, the walk off, like that's honestly what Morel's homer last night. That's what kind of gave me the same vibe as if I was watching that watching the Bryant homer all over. Again again because i i did exactly last night what i did after brian hit that homer against the rockies in 15 i went home i couldn't sleep and i watched out highlight over and over and over yeah. like those kinds of moments like that last night was the first time that i got to actually be at wrigley field for a moment that people will talk about not just the rest of this year not just next a year time, sure. a very long time a very like of when people especially when the cubs and Sox play the cross down series the cup marquee, whoever, they're always going to show that highlight uh, yeah. say, when they talk about, like, great moments yeah. of the crossdown Classic. Now they will
2: say the last walk-off home run instead of being a Ramos Ramirez. Cubs walk-off instead of being a Ramos yeah. Ramirez. It
0: will be we will get to Ryan. that on this show, where this one actually should rank. I see we got a super chat yeah. from Eric saying... I will also I say... Would read, I would have read this if it wasn't a super chat. Will, he says, I agree with everything Stucky said I'm vibes.
2: Right. <laughs> Eric said that? Yeah. A- 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 Thank you, Edward.
0: Edward, Edward, Elrick, I mean, okay, Elrick.
2: Well, Edward, I think you know the Henry Blanco walk off on my tenth birthday may still be my mm. number one. Esteban Kiro's game. That's yours. When Esteban Quiro got you, who you that, got? No, but that was a that was like I, I mean I wrote it, I said it yesterday. Like that's one of those moments that like you know regardless if the Cubs make the playoffs or not this season, like whatever happens the rest of the year, like that that's a moment that people are going to talk about for a long time, not, you know, it, it's a crosstown classic, a walk off home or like everything that went into it, people. And especially that's Christopher Morrell, right? Like, everyone loves mm. Christopher Morrell, right? That's going to be a moment that people talk about for a long time.
0: It, yeah. it was uh it was a great moment. Just like, it's always a great moment, Cody, when you walk into Sunnyside.
1: Oh man, I had a great night because I went to Sunnyside. I won't go into more into that, but Sunnyside was a great start to my night. Sunnyside is your home. For judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. A one-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and in-store pickup. Great transparent loyalty program. Sunnyside rewards Illinois' favorite dispensary. Some of the favorites... The Sunnyside House of Brands include Mindy's, which is the gr- the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. Uh, you got other ones like Cresco, High Supply, Wonder, uh, and a lot more uh, through August. Head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order, one use per customer. Not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois Med Card holder. Very
0: nice. Very nice. Uh, Hey, guys. Hooters is your spot to catch all the games this season. Step up to our plate for the world-famous wings. Delicious seafood, stacked sandwiches, salads, and more. Tons of great beer specials and $6 drinks all day every day. Check out the seafood specials, $19.83 for a pound a pound of crab legs and great prices on buffalo and steamed shrimp. Hooters is celebrating 40 years in business all year long. In honor of the anniversary, on the 4th of every month, Hooters is hosting throwback events bringing the 80s back with 83 cent wings $0.83. and other and great that, specials. Get ready. The next one is coming up September 4th. Hooters, your place to be for the big game. Uh, Absolutely. I would say that the only there were only two negatives to the actual game last night for me. Like, it was a slow start. Don't get me wrong. There was the Stroman news, which we're going to talk about here. That was one of them, you know, one thing. I did look in the seventh inning when things were still low, and it was, you know, the Cubs had no runs. And I was, to be honest, going to leave the ballpark early and try and get a do-right donut. And I told Corey, I said, I think I'm leaving. I'm going to go get a do-right donut. And I looked over, and it was closed. Mm. Closed for the <laughs> night. So thanks to do-right closing early, I didn't miss one of the greatest fin- I I was going to try and come back in, but if it was the ninth inning and it was still 3 nothing, and I had two donuts in a bag, I was probably going to take off.
3: Also advantage of being in the upper deck.
0: Exactly. It was a long way down. It was going to take me a long way. So I looked. Anyways, Do Right was closed. That was one. And number two was it was awesome to celebrate with the diehards for our takeover and be there in person. The only negative was to not have this chat with us live. Right? Yeah. Like that, that's the only thing was like we were able to celebrate with the diehards that came, but we weren't able to celebrate with Barb, who was probably wondering if we were going to be live. Yeah. Because we have. Uh, 194 people on a Thursday afternoon during a what is now school, school day, work day, summer's over basically. And Sean says, yes, Jimmy Carter is live. Uh, all right, so let's talk. I, you said the game was garbage or the game was bad. Somebody said something like that prior to the Madrigal home run. it was And it. then you said Fulmer, and you're right. That's yeah. where the game... Cody said that I was having a bad time basically you know it I was, was like a, it
1: wasn't that great was former turned game. it around
2: it was a bad game for 7 innings on the cubs side I mean Assad pitched well kept them in the game 6 innings 2 earned runs gave up he um, had one bad pitch to
1: Gavin Sheets yeah
2: had a second consecutive uh, quality start now that he's in the rotation which I will talk about that and can Connection with the struggle Did he go stuff, six? I couldn't remember. He went six, yeah, because you know, and then Mark Letter Jr. had a good seventh inning, so the pitching was fine. Six um, and two
0: earned runs. Don't forget yeah, that. Runs, like yeah. that was
2: a good start. The quality start. That's what they, especially a guy that's kind of your one of your back end guys right now. That's what you are going to need out of him. Um, ah, but so he pitched well. Mark Leiter had a good seventh inning. Pitching was was pretty much fine. Um, it was the the hitting. Like they, yeah. they couldn't get anything going against Clevenger in the seventh inning. Or through the seventh inning. There was just nothing... Outside of two out.
1: innings. Two innings, they had guys, multiple yeah, guys and on. Yeah, they wasted those opportunities, yeah. right? I think it was over, all with, like, no outs, too. They were 0-for-6.
2: Prior to Morel's home run, they were 0-for-6 with yeah. runners in scoring positions. It was setting up to hit. be a
1: very annoying, like, devastating yes. loss.
2: So, but then you get to the eighth. Jose Quas comes out, and he'd been fine. He'd been actually really solid no. Um, his first few times with the Cubs. Um, And he comes in. I think he gave up a hit and then walked two guys, yeah. is, is my recollection. I know Ben Benintendi... Um, when he walked, that was like the highest White Sox win percentage. Um, actually, Jake, I think we have the graph of the win percentage, like or win probability thing, somewhere in there. But like oh, that like was the win, probability, the win was probability. Was at that point. And when Andrew Benatendi walked to load the bases against Jose Quas in the eighth inning, that was the peak of the White Sox win probability.
0: What was and it, like 110%? It
2: was It was insane. You can see it on, on the – if you're watching live right now, you can. in the eighth inning, you can see where on the White Sox side how low it gets or how, how far it gets to the White Sox direction.
0: Yeah, um, all the and way. And that
2: is when Andrew Benintendi walks. Ross comes out, takes out Quaz, and throws Fulmer in to a bases-loaded, nobody-out situation. <laughs> and I mean, we've talked about Fulmer all year. He, yeah, like, man. when he was the closer – he had some struggles. He had he had awful babbitt luck, and and that you can't just discount that. Like he was getting, like his stuff was good. It like just some of the underlying things, like the babbitt was insane, and and that was part of his struggles early in the year. Um, but since he was moved out of that role and into different higher leverage, clean up an inning, middle inning, get it to the back yeah. end guys. Like he's been a lot better. He's been really good for the Cubs, uh, for a while now, and so he comes into that. And it's one of those moments where Yeah, maybe maybe Fulmer in April gives up some runs and then that's the game. Fulmer right now, honestly I was like, I think Fulmer could get out of this. I, I one of the riders next to me
0: Three strikers. I, so. I didn't know about
2: I didn't say three strike but I think I think Fulmer can get out of this. <laughs> And he goes out, strikes out Luis Robert. That was strikes out Yohan Moncada yeah. and strikes out Andrew Vaughn like that. Yeah, now once it wasn't he got like,
1: Robert, it gave you hope that maybe they could get the double play. It wasn't just getting out of the inning; he, but he got through the heart
2: out. of the order. Their yeah. their number one best hitter coming up mm-hmm. with no but with three guys on, nobody out. Mm-hmm. That was. That was as ballsy a situation that you couldn't put Michael Fulmer. They don't and win without through. Fulmer's inning. That's Absolutely for sure. Not. You know who else Absolutely they don't win
0: not. without? Smiley. In fact, I was as you were saying this. I was just think, going through the names. Every single key player in this epic Cubs win over the White Sox in the crosstown is a guy who that at some point this season we've all been yelling about somebody in the chat has yelled dfa yeah, this guy right DFA, yeah. smiley people have yelled it about fulmer. lighter people have yelled it about fulmer people have yelled fulmer, it about screamed madrigal it, about it has been screamed about yeah. and yeah. even not morel, so much lighter this not more being dfa'd it has happened not Morel really? being dfa'd but Morel being demoted yeah. I've seen it many or times. Bench him. Yeah. Every single guy mm. has had a lot of slander <laughs> shot his way, and yeah. it comes up with one of the biggest wins of the it season. Was, yeah. No.
2: Yeah. For me, Fulmer is the turning point in that game because, again, the, the pitching was the great for that. But this was a moment where had the cup, had the Sox even scored one, two runs in that situation, which I think the probability probability tells you they score at least one. Mm. Um. For the uh, uh, normally right, I I don't know what the percentages are of that. But had they scored in that inning, that game is different. That you know, Nick Madrigal's um, home run may make it to like a, a three-run game, but it's you know three and two. It doesn't seem that that much different, but that late in the game, it is. You know, Morrell's home run is in a walk-off. You never know what's going to happen after that. But that is the for me the turning point in the game is Michael Fulmer coming out. You know, nails nails strikes out the the, the heart of the order and allows the cubs allows nick madrigal obviously to come in and and just kind of keep up that momentum hit that home run and then yeah everything that happened after that was just in my opinion just building on the momentum that the cubs got from watching michael fulmer who's had his uh doubters and, and and critics this year for sure come into a situation where i'm i'm positive there were people out there saying oh he's gonna give up a grand slam right here right yeah. I, the positive people, oh, guaranteed. there were people with zero confidence in michael fulmer in that situation screaming why is ross bringing in michael fulmer mm-hmm. and he comes he goes out and just dominates the heart of the white Sox order makes them look silly nearly throws an immaculate inning he actually was asked about that after the game he's like it popped in my head but like i wanted to give i didn't want to throw a strike slider so i think it was vaughn Like, mm-hmm. like i wanted to you know to see if he didn't chase, but then I got him got him after that. Like nearly throws an immaculate inning to get out of that, um to get out of that bases loaded, nobody on situation like that. Everything after that to me is like that shifted the momentum in the Cubs favor and they were able to get it
0: done on the the last two innings. Even yeah. even Hap, who has had a tough time in left field, including last night, you've heard people saying bench or do this, you know, whatever. Somebody's saying DFA in the chat I saw. Um without that throw to second base, that's another run potentially that comes across. Like it, it's a big play to throw him out at second base. It was a dumb base running move, but it's still a big play
1: to throw him out. So all of those things it were almost cool. looked like Andrews like wasn't even running that hard too. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. Like was it, was he not like, it was like it almost felt like he thought that it was like oh, this is an automatic double. Like like he thought it was like a like he was gonna have no issue with that. And then he got halfway there and he's like, Oh, Oh, shit. At least based off just watching the replay of it.
0: I don't want to give too much time to the Stroman thing. We did a little short YouTube thing. You can check it out. Cody and I did it. Um, Corey says that he always hometown, believed in Nick Madrigal. almost home.
2: Corey's Bigger choosing family. to lie today. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, Corey did always believe in uh, Nick Madrigal. He always believed that I said Nick Madrigal was going to hit a home run, too, because I did. Uh <laughs>
1: Anyway, I, didn't I don't want to, to say too you.
0: much about Stroman, but it it pri- another reason I think it was a big game is I'll be honest that I said at the bar yep. prior to the win, and I still don't know, prior to the way they won that game, when the Stroman news came out, I said, they're cooked. That's just me being honest. I don't know that they can overcome. I still don't know if they can overcome that, yep. but- a win like this maybe is something that can help you wash away all of the negativity that had to be going into this game. You're losing a guy who was first half of the season in Cy Young conversation. He's supposed to be your one or your two in this rotation. Mm-hmm. So it was it was horrible news. What, what good comes out of that is that Assad pitched the way he did, again, for the second straight game. So he's a guy that's going to have to do that. Yeah. If they're going to get to the postseason, Assad's going to have to pitch like that the rest of the season. And somebody else likely is going to have to step up. Drew Smiley pitched and got a couple important outs last night too. And it sounds like Smiley, who has struggled late in the season, showed you that he could get some outs. I was thinking, wow, maybe he's, going to be effective in the bullpen. But David Ross yeah. has said, basically he's going back in. Yeah, He's leaning towards drew smiley to go
2: back in there. Yeah. I think a lot of the, like as far as like my own, like confidence I like, I think this team could make the playoffs. A lot of that hinged on like assuming or, or being confident that they were going to get a healthy Stroman back. Me too. And, and a healthy Stroman being a good Stroman. I think yep. a lot of my confidence and that took a hit, obviously with the Stroman news. He's not indefinite. Like we don't know he could pitch two weeks he could not pitch again as a cub. Like he can never pitch again in the Cubs uniform. He can't even
0: throw again so, until he doesn't have any symptoms. Yeah, so,
2: so we don't know when so you have to ramp back up. We don't know if he ever will or if he will pitch again the rest of the season. So I think that kind of dinged my confidence in this team as far as being able to weather the storm and, and keep making this playoff push. Um Javi Saad has been pitching very well. Whatever role they've asked of him, single inning, um, you know, long relief, he has pitched pretty well. He's looked like a guy they can kind of count on, he's going to have to, like, he he's he's improved with every increasing role they've kind of given him, and he's got to do that again now that he's um, taking on. I mean, he's already in the rotation, right? So it's not like he's taking on this gigantic right. role. But him or not having Strowman means that he's going to have to make sure he is better on a consistent basis, right? Like, you don't have that guy that because we're hoping to have – at the top, or at the yeah, at the front of the rotation with Steele, consistently throwing out great starts. Like you, Javi's gonna have to step up. Drew Smiley, from what David Ross said, he's leaning towards putting Smiley back and giving him those starts. He's had his struggles, like very well documented that he's had his struggles. So he's gonna have to be better. Um, um, was Nesky's an option, right? Like, um, but he's
0: leave. He did say he's leaning heavily, he's leaning heavily towards toward Smiley, Smiley. But
2: like talking to Jed Hoyer yesterday, um, that about potential prospect call-ups and, and being aggressive with that he did not rule it out he said like right now they're not focused on that um but there are still a lot of games left to be played in the season a lot of innings left to cover a lot of starts that need to be made that's it's possible a guy like jordan wicks potentially right um so we'll see where all this goes uh this, losing stroman for however long they're going to lose him would sting considering they were confident he was going to make the start yesterday Um, And they were confident that healthy Strowman was going to be more like the Strowman we saw in the first half of the season. Um, But now it's, and everyone said it like they're at the point where it's like, you can't really wallow in it. You can't feel bad for yourself. You have to say, you know what? It sucks that they're not going to have Strowman anymore, but we need to be, we need to step up and just, and and continue to play well. That's what Jed Hoyer said. That's what David Ross said. That's what everyone said. It's like, does it suck that they're not going to get Strowman back right now? Yes, but they can't waste time. Feeling bad about it, they have to. Everyone else has to pick up the pieces, has to pick up some of the slack, and you know, make sure that they perform. And whether whether this
1: listen losing Strowman for however much longer it is, it's the autumn of the ass man. That's what I said. That's yeah. It's the autumn of the ass man, man. And I can't believe I'm. Did he try to steal another one
0: of your phrases? Credit to me, I said that. Yes, I have given Luke all the credit about the ass. Credit
1: to me, okay. But the Uh,
0: autumn of the the autumn of of the ass ass with the shirt. Another collab with Obvious shirts, (laughs) Autumn of the Ass, man. It's the Autumn of the Ass, Where were you for the Autumn of the Ass, man?
1: (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) I can't. Now I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, Hey, Ass, man. He was good again last night. Quality start. He had that great start in Toronto. So he's coming off two good starts. You got guys in the locker room who thinks he's the best pitcher in baseball. Listen, I, I don't know if... I'm not saying that you need him to be your number two or or your number three, but you need him to go out there and at least give you five innings of quality baseball every fifth day. I feel good if he can continue to do what he's done his last two starts, given the circumstances. Tyone, I know his start uh, against the Blue Jays wasn't great, but overall over the last, what, since the all-star break, since the start in New York, he's been good. Hendricks has been quality. Like, they have a deep enough bullpen to where it's like, if you can just get five innings – and then hopefully when Justin Steele pitches, he can give you six or seven. I feel like there's a way that maybe they can, you know, just kind of ride it out. But, yeah, I do think that they're going to need to call up someone from, from Iowa. I think it's the perfect opportunity for someone like Jordan Wicks. I'm not saying you throw him in the rotation as much as I would love to see it, but you're going to need ben some Brown help. is injured. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm, I'm just saying that yeah. it's, it's – it's an opportunity for someone, and we've seen guys come up and like they've they've contributed in some short some sort of way. Most of them that have got called up this year, they've a lot of them have done something that we didn't expect. Am I going to expect Jordan Wicks or whoever to come up and shove seven innings down people's throats every fifth day? No, but if they can come up and like be in a piggyback role, maybe it is Wesneski, like you mentioned, Ryan. Like I, I, I don't know, but I don't mind. Doing something like that, if you can, if the Cubs one day are facing an almost all righty lineup, all right, put Hayden Wisniewski, sign him up to, put a pencil him in to start that day, to you know maybe go three four innings, maybe more because he's having a good day. I don't know. I, I know he's not necessarily fully stretched out, right? I I don't think because he's in, been in the bullpen, right? So he he doesn't have. You'd have to get whatever. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh like. I think they can weather the storm a little bit, just considering where they're at in the division race and in the wild card. And the fact that the offense, outside of these two games against the White Sox, has been pretty good in the second half. And you still, and you won yesterday because of a home run. So yeah, I, to me, it's going to be all about the offense here the rest of the way. You're going to need average pitching at least. You're, a, you're absolutely going to need them to at least give you five innings more often than not, at least. If, you're not, if your name isn't Justin Steele, you're going to need five innings at least out of everyone else every start. But I think their bullpen is good enough, and I think the offense has played well enough to where they can weather it, and hopefully we get better news on Stroman in September. It sucks, but I'm, I'm still in. I'm still in. Here's how you get to the playoffs. You throw on your shady Rays. You get your
0: Maverick vibes this weekend with the Aaron water show. They were Maverick was buzzing the tower at Wrigley field last night. Wait till they play the Royals for three games. And we'll see. And and Maverick and goose are flying the tower. They're going over the scoreboard. They're flying through the scoreboard. I thought of shady rays right away. Maverick
2: and goose are doing that. They need to have their shady rays on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at shady rays. Have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price? Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, that's what you get with your Shady Rays. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code CHGO for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can get some like like Luke has right now if you're watching the YouTube live. Luke's got some nice Maverick vibes. Yeah, Maverick vibes with the Shady Rays. <laughs> so try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. That's ShadyRays.com. Code CHGO for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized Shades.
0: Uh, by the way, yes, Doug Van Dorn in the chat. They are the seasons of the north side. We go from the summer of Mike Talkman into the autumn of the ass man, hopefully into the winter of Shohei. Oh, boy. Uh, Don't by let the way, talk myself into it. You want to talk about vibes. The CHGO kickoff classic at Cog Hill is next Friday, August 25th at 9 a.m. Jake, we still have a couple of spots still open for this. 18 holes with a cart. You get the exclusive CHGO Pins and aces, golf towel for all players. We're going to have whole contests, giveaways, prizes, lunch, drinks. There's going to be a ceremony after the round. Diehards, of course, get the 20% off discount. And Diehards always get 20% off all the dope merch and all the events that we have. Dope merch, you say, dope merch. Sick drip, stuck, you say, sick drip. Yeah, we got all kinds of sick drip for you. We've got the Summer of Mike Talkman collab shirt that I'm wearing. You've got the one that's the font style, old, obvious shirts, uh, collab style, the Summer of Mike Talkman 2023. We just put out the Belly Bombs one as well mm-hmm. at allchgo.com. And we also have the, what one am I forgetting? The Sweet Emotion. Oh, the Sweet Emotion. How could I forget the Sweet Emotion? Sweet. So we have all kinds of Cubs merch out there for you to check out at allchgo.com. And of course, diehards also have the opportunity to to read all of the written content. Ryan does great stuff at allchgo.com. He's working hard in the press box and in the clubhouse. Most of that is available to everybody, but not everything. Some of it is locked up behind the paywall, and that's where you get make sure you're not missing anything by signing up to Die Hard. Like I said, some of the diehards there last night were telling us they were new diehards. They were excited to get the content. They're ready to join us and have a good time, and we hope to see a bunch of you out at the kickoff classic at cog hill i know i'm gonna be ready to go 9 a.m i'm i'm predicting i've never played a course i've never played cog hill and i'm not a good golfer i'm predicting like a 125 for me and i haven't golfed in two years 125 strokes for for all 18 125 but then again we are playing best ball i believe right it's a scramble so hopefully i get matched up with like mario's Mario Tirabassi from the Blackhawks yeah. podcast. He's a sick golfer, mm-hmm. so hopefully, I get matched up. We you need one ringer yeah. in every foursome. You won't that's be paired with me,
3: that's for sure. Because no, we'd can't. be chasing our balls. on <laughs> each well, side Well, it's going to slow.
0: Fair. You can't have four. Yeah, you can't right. have four of me in yeah. in any foursome because if you do, it slows down the entire course, and you'll be there for three days trying to finish yeah. eighteen holes. We're going to
3: put you behind that group.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, looking at the weather, yes, eighty-three degrees 83. for next Friday. Is there any nice. way we oh, can Godfather. reach out to Clark from Displanes and see if he could be in my foursome if it's going to be eighty-three? <laughs> I love that.
2: Uh, the, the Godfather said it's a beautiful place. He's been there many times. So.
0: Cog Hill. Yeah. Boy, oh, we missed the Godfather. He said he really was proud of us for uh, giving it to Herb a little bit he after did say the game. That. We didn't really rub it into Herb because Herb was so good about it. Now Sean, on the other hand, disappeared. He did disappear. It. Yeah. Sean went on a bathroom run in about the seventh inning, and all of a sudden, Mr. White Sox was gone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he saw the Madrigal homer and he just couldn't take it. <laughs> I don't know if he had to go back into the trough and hurl after the Madrigal homer. I don't know what happened, <laughs> oh but we never saw Sean again. So the question is Is that the best game of the year for the Cubs? Is that the most epic or important win of the season for the Cubs? Because there are some really. I don't think Remember, it's the it, most was, it, they, it was. What not, are
2: the other ones? For me, it was not the best game of the year because they were pretty bad for most of it, and and that is a concern that their their offense was kind of lifeless against the White Sox for two straight games. Like, yeah, that they, a bad team that they could that they just really could not put a bunch of a, a, a lot of offense up against for two games. That is obviously a little bit of a concern going forward. Winning cures all, and people aren't mad yeah. about that. But they would have been had Morrell not hit that walk off. So I Summer won't say Mike
0: Talkman is number one. I don't remember how well, they no, played no, the rest uh, no, no, of the no. game. I'm, against I'm, I'm the Cards. saying
2: I'm, I'm saying it's not their best game. That's one. Like, nothing against the Rays. Uh, that might be Marcus. Stroman. Luke is
1: just, <laughs> just guessing now. <laughs> no, I
2: don't well, know. I, I'm curious. Well, no, what you, no. so I was waiting. No, 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 no. what, what, what I'm saying is it's not the best game because the game was pretty bad for seven innings. It yeah. was the probably the best moment of the season and maybe the moment that kind of launches maybe that most important refocuses and re-energizes the team. The best it may be the there. most important moment is Morrell's walk. off I am trying to say that game overall was not a very good game for the Cubs, but they capped it off the right way. And that may be, we might, we might look back on that as the most important moment of the season. The other yes. ones, Mike Talkman's catch in St. Louis is up there yeah. for sure.
1: Ian Happ throwing out the runner against Milwaukee. I put about the comeback on the South side. The other takeover. Yeah. Well, see, I was going to say a good game for them. I, was gonna, I can't put it higher than this one, though. I was going to say the catch that Talkman had, only because at that time we still didn't know if the Cubs were buyers or sellers, and I felt like when that catch was made, that they that became belts, uh, That they became buyers, and even Jed is admitted to that in press conferences. So if Talkman doesn't catch that ball, if if what's his name Burleson walks off the Cardinals against the Cubs in that series who knows what happens, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that one game would have shifted. Oh, we're sellers now. But at the time, there was still a lot of talk of like, oh, the Cubs are, they're, they're going back and forth. We don't know. So I, I do think that catch is, or that, that moment, that game was, you know, and how it ended overall. Yeah. I mean, it was a great game. They won three to two. Like, I, to me, that's the best game of the year. So, yeah, I mean, the I talk, and, and I would I say think, that I the think,
0: Cardinals are a more important rival than the White Sox, even though they're not good this year. They are a division of I think you say yeah. those
2: those games against Atlanta again, yeah, overall game wise, like moments, obviously the morale, the, Talkman the Sunday had, game against like, Atlanta get again, the two blowouts against the Reds were yeah. great games from the Cubs, like important games for them to, to take those games. Um, there was I mean. People I've seen are pointing back to the comeback against Seattle. Yeah. and with the Velasquez yep. Grand Slam Cubs legend. Um, like that's a very good game from the Cubs. Like if we're talking about games overall, as people are agreeing with me in the chat, like that was a bad game from the Cubs. It was, but it did produce, in my opinion, at least a top. Two moment in the season. Talkman's catch oh, may yeah. may still be talking it. about moments. Yeah, Talkman's catch I, I think may it's still be.
0: I don't know. I'd put it above. This Tuchman was at, This was in terms at of home moments and yeah, and because the game was so horrible up to that I, moment. Uh, and the Cubs and played the time, a good game. I, against I, I will. The I will also <laughs>
2: say, if Talkman if, if, if Morrell doesn't hit that grand slam, the Cubs don't necessarily lose that game. If Talkman doesn't catch that ball against St. Louis, they lose that game. Yeah. That game is over if he doesn't make that catch.
1: If Morell doesn't hit the homer, I guess they, they still have another
2: bat. You they still have zero no outs. There was new outs. Yeah, yeah. You, guys
0: still two, you still have. You uh,
2: still have Candelario and
0: I can't it, remember. And what uh, you're what not was even it? saying the if he says one the homer. was at Wrigley. That's why I say yeah. like a home crowd like that with with a, a quarter of the fan base that was there being your arch rival across it, town.
2: It absolutely was an awesome moment, but as far as as far as, like, winning games, like, the Talkman the Talkman one is the one that won a game. Like, yeah. Morales did, but it didn't lose it.
0: Kevin with a super chat. Or wouldn't chat. have lost it. Kevin with a super chat, 49.99. Cubs will be in first by the end of the month. Brewers' schedule is tough. And I will, you know... They're on the verge of getting swept by the Dodgers tonight. I was thinking about, you know, the way they celebrate and just comparing it to other great Cubs wins. I was thinking of the, DeRosa, the comeback against the Rockies with DeRosa. But this was... I think that the fan base would have erupted in a pennant race like this no matter who they were playing. If this would have happened tomorrow against the Royals, the reaction would have been the same. But you cannot deny that there was more juice to it because it was the White Sox. Even though they're bad, even though they're in the American League, there there still was a quarter of the fan base that was at that ballpark that was... Screaming at you for seven innings, so the fans that were there, it was it absolutely. was absolutely epic. And by the way, we didn't we didn't reveal our who you got results last night. Ryan came in, I, and we were like, why? I mean, obviously, if somebody had Morrell, Morrell won. Mm. Nobody and had Morrell. No one had Morell. If somebody had Madrigal, no one they had won. Madrigal. Nobody had Madrigal. I believe I won with Bellinger because the he two had hits in the, the double he, play. He doubled off a Luis Robert at third which mm-hmm. saved a run, and then he had the leadoff double in the ninth inning. I had Hap, who threw out a guy.
2: I yeah, he but he hit. also he had, had the, air, the air, air. He had so the air. It, it, the air. It kind of, no, I
0: said I it was Bollinger. Who would have thought that? Like I mean, mm. one, of the, you know, one of the
1: greatest moments of the season, and nobody picked the guy. Well, he's been struggling coming into that game, honestly. So hopefully this is a sign that he's going to start to get hot again.
3: I'm going to channel my inner Big Dave here thing from me sitting over here watching you guys and just watching these moments. The great thing about sports and the great thing about the Cubs this season is these moments are happening and you're, you're able to experience them them, and they matter. And the Cubs are two and a half games out in the division. They're in the wildcard spot right now. They went from like a single digit playoff probability team to now over 50% as yep, a playoff yep. probability team. And we are almost to September with like, it's right around the corner like that. For Cubs fans, like that's what caring about sports and baseball and the, this sure. team is all about. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's really fun to watch. Yeah, and sure.
2: and this is like we think back to like what Dansby Swanson has said, what a lot of these players have said, and it's like these guys go to the ball. I mean, yes, it's a job, right? Like they they get paid for. They get paid a lot of money to play baseball, and that's part of it. But they're also like competitors, and at the end of the day, like they want to win. They don't want to they don't want to lose baseball games. They don't want to sell the trade deadline. They want to win and be in the hunt and be playing meaningful baseball as long as possible through a season. And had the Cubs gone the other direction at the trade deadline, this, that moment still would have been very cool. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like the Cubs are at that point, the Cubs are out of the playoff race. They've sold the trade deadline, you know, all that stuff, not doing that and going for it and making these games mean something allows that moment that Morrell had last night to feel even bigger than it than it already would have had they not been uh, were they not in the position yeah. they're in now would that moment have still been pretty awesome sure but it felt even bigger because th- that win could still boost them even further along in this like playoff push that they're in right now and i think that's what uh, uh going going forward going for the win not deciding to sell the trade deadline i think that this is where you see the value in doing that because these guys are winning games
0: and they're winning games, that means something. Man, you got to go to FOCO right now and get the Morrell bobblehead or the Madrigal bobblehead or head over and get some of their, their cool stuff, get fitted out in the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Aloha shirts, Ryan, that's where he hits it up. Polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Our set decorations pretty much always brought to you by FOCO. They gave us a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, We've had a lot of great bobbleheads. Our Clark the Cub
1: Mm, is is from there,
0: the Wesneski. Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And don't forget the CHGO Crosstown Classic coverage has been presented by Hooters. Your spot to catch all the games this season. Step up to the plate for the world-famous wings, delicious seafood, stacked sandwiches, salads, drinks, specials, and more at Hooters. It's always easy to pick a winner. 11 chicagoland locations visit originalhooters.com for more info thanks to everybody who joined us in the live chat pretty great group live at a 120 on a thursday afternoon thanks to emma the intern very impressive beer chug (laughs) yeah cody with a beer chug also and thank you to everybody out there for all the vibes hopefully they go for a sweep against the royals Uh, Corey's going to join me for pre and post tomorrow. So we'll be live right back here. Ryan's going back to the ballpark. I'm going to the ballpark too. You're going back for the vibes.
1: Yeah, man. That's why Corey's coming in for me. Yeah. You're going to the game. (laughs) I'm going to the game. We might check in with you. Yeah. I might send a video or something. I'll be out there with my guy, Matt Menace, a.k.a. Mbone HD. Does a lot of TikTok live, uh, like watch alongs. Um, I'll be with him and his girlfriend. So, uh. Yeah, are in left field. Hey, shout out, out to
0: Mike Dubs, who I got to, to meet Dubs. at the takeover uh, at the pregame. And he came all the way
1: from Minnesota. Got
0: to mm. see that game. Shout flew Mike home Dubs. today.
1: I saw a guy yesterday as well. This was bef- like before the takeover. But like during the day when I went to go meet up with Mike Dubs in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. some guy recognized me. Came all the way from California. He Went to get last night's Beautiful. game. Was it Cody Bellinger? Uh, no, oh. I wish it would have been, though. Hmm. Um, but yeah. But he said he was all the way from California, I believe. So,
2: anyways. Uh, Omar said, Who likes Mexico tacos? Me. It's on the show that way. I like tacos. It's on the show that way. I like
1: tacos. I like, <laughs> I like vibes. I like vibes. I like tacos. Hey, I love the show. I usually
0: clothes. end it by saying, Fly the W. Thanks for checking out the CHO Cubs podcast. This time, hashtag vibe with us.